1: Instead of passing one sided resolutions or legislation that has no bearing in our state of Georgia, we would hope that this legislative body would focus on supporting the actual needs of
2: Georgians will not vote for this. I will not engage on this, and I invite you all to join me because our constituents deserve better. A couple of House Democrats there. One of them, the the woman you heard there, the only Muslim woman in the Georgia House of Representatives, uh, Democrats largely either abstaining, a couple of them actually voting no, on a resolution passed overwhelmingly, pushed by Republicans, passed the vote final count, something like 129 to 2, obviously Democrats voting in favor of this. But among those who walked out, and did not vote, abstained on a vote condemning Hamas and its actions in Israel. Anthony State Rep. Spencer Frye, who joins us now. Representative Frye, thanks for your time this morning.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me, Kim.
2: All right, an obvious question, why?
1: You know, I think that uh, when you played the clip of El Mahdi, Holly, Representative Holly stated it very clearly and that the citizens of this state are tired of the political games and they want to see solutions. We have uh, record-breaking corporate profit-taking causing inflation on all our goods and services. And we need to figure out ways to make the lives of our people better than trying to make a statement on something that won't even be read. By anyone over in Israel, and if it's mailed to anybody, it would get just dumped in the trash.
2: Well, you say it wouldn't be, be read up. by anyone in the in Israel. It's interesting. A former Israeli Prime Minister, Neftali Bennett, was in Atlanta just yesterday, and and as you folks in the House were voting, or in some cases your case, not voting, uh, he was in Atlanta, Sandy Springs, raising money for the IDF, uh, and this resolution that speaks to murder. And rape, and hostage taking, and torture. Uh, did, uh, what I, I'm, I'm trying to play devil's advocate here. What is the harm in expressing outrage on those things?
1: There is absolutely no harm in expressing outrage. And yes, let me be clear. None of the soldiers whose videos I've been watching will be reading this resolution that are killing innocent people and causing terror in the lives of the Palestinians. Now, I get this is a complicated issue, but these issues do not come down to just a yes or no vote. My walking out on this resolution was because it did not say one simple thing, that I stand with the people of Israel and not the state of Israel.
2: What's the distinction in your mind, Representative Fry? What's the distinction? I stand with the people of Israel, not the state of Israel. What's the distinction?
1: The state of of Israel would be the government, Netanyahu, and their egregious actions and the way they've treated the people in Gaza for a very long time. I cannot condone that type of treatment of people, period.
2: Examples of the treatment you're talking about. What what treatments?
1: Well, you, you have... A million, two million-some-odd people that are literally living in a fence where goods and services are regulated to the nth degree. And sometimes school children can't get back into their neighborhood because of guards blocking the fences. I mean, it's a lot more detailed and nuanced and complicated than just a simple resolution for political.
2: Wouldn't I say, if I were in Israel, wouldn't I say that part of the reason for for doing some of what is done there is because the people who live behind that fence have built tunnels beneath it to come into my country and attack my people and to lob rockets from that state into my country of Israel. Uh, Does not Israel have the right to defend itself from people who deny its right to exist?
1: They absolutely have the right to defend themselves against somebody who wants to annihilate them that is not the point the point is the killing of innocent women children men who are not engaged in the theater work is not okay
2: well you're asking for a war to be fought uh, without civilian casualties without so-called collateral damage i would ask for examples of when exactly that's ever been possible
1: that's, that's not what i said jim What I said was the indiscriminate killing of these people needs to be talked about and it needs to be engaged, it needs to be acknowledged, and I'm not going to pick a side from two religions that don't believe in my Savior in the first place. And I don't think that this is an issue that the citizens of this state Want to even talk about because their lives need help right now.
2: Well, let's talk it's about that. The legislative session. Uh, let's let's Just, shift uh, gears then.
1: Corporations taking over our housing. We have corporations taking over our lives through our media. We are divided people. We need to cut this out and quit political gamesmanship and get to work making this place great. All
2: right, fair enough. Let's move on then. Uh, State Rep. Spencer Fry, uh, issues that, first of all, the the issue that brought you to Atlanta in the first place, you and I were talking before we went on the air here, a Friday deadline from Judge Jones to to get the redistricting done. Are y'all going to meet that deadline?
1: I sure hope so, Tim. What we don't want is a a special master assigned by a judge, the judge to draw the maps. Um, It could potentially create uh, chaos across the
2: you mentioned also, and you were discussing there, that you're you're ongoing, it's your life's work, actually, uh, the, the matter of affordable housing. Uh, you're head of Habitat for Humanity in Athens, as most folks know, when you're not a state representative and engaged in the business that brings you to Atlanta this week. I see on the agenda for the athens Clark County Commission meeting this evening uh, more talk about affordable housing with Athens Habitat for Humanity as a part of the conversation. What What can you tell us about that?
1: Well... We have an incredible opportunity to approve a development of 63 homes um, for families and folks in Athens tomorrow night at the commission meeting. Um, We're really excited about it and it's a step in the right direction for our mayor and commission, our planning commission, and our leaders in the city of Athens to have approved so far, staff as well pushing the envelope of some of our zoning codes to try to increase density, use smaller lot sizes and smaller houses, and this will be an experiment. And I say experiment, but I know the sun's going to rise the next day after we build a home under 600 square feet, (laughs) and it's going to really be a great opportunity for people to be able to own property, build generational wealth, and kids will do better in school, families can save money. And seventy percent of them reduce or remove all forms of public assistance.
2: I believe I named you said it Micah's
1: Creek. Well, Micah's Creek, I named it after Micah six eight, and I'm gonna put this on the sign. And it says uh, there's three things in there, Tim. I always get them confused. You might be able to keep them in order. Walk humbly, do justice, and love mercy. And I, think, I think that that's the message that we really need to hear.
2: Yeah, you actually, the let's powerful. see, it, it, I you actually got them in the right order. Uh, do justice, love kindness, walk humbly, uh, says the prophet Micah in Micah six eight. You mentioned the, I think it's five dozen or so units. Where specifically in town are we talking about here?
1: So this will be inside the perimeter where the construction is occurring over there on um, Lexington Highway before you get to the bypass. If you look at those houses up there on the hill next to the gas station, those small white houses had sold for over $400,000 next to the Firefly Trail. And we have 11 acres back there across the street from the Firefly Trail that we've been able to secure. And I think it's a great opportunity for folks that wouldn't be able to live in the neighborhood now because of the houses are too expensive be able to come back into that neighborhood and create a life of awesomeness and create the generational wealth where they could pass this incredible asset on down to their children.
2: Uh, Finally, quickly, just a few seconds left here, Uh, the special session that'll end this week, one way or the other, Uh, the regular session, first Monday in January. Very quickly, uh, any specific goals, any plans you have in mind for that?
1: For January, I think we have, um, one of my goals is to try to push a piece of legislation called the Choice Act. And that's Community Housing Options Increase Cost Efficiency. That's what it stands for. I know that sounds snappy. I didn't make it up. (laughs) What it it do? It works with GMA, the Georgia Municipal Association, the County Commission Association, the Home Builders, the real estate agents and the state planning association to come up with a solution that all the municipalities and the, and the counties can strive for to increase density to offer a carrot approach rather than a heavy-handed approach to allow municipalities maintain home rule but also to get them encourage them to talk about the issues of housing that we're facing right. we're, we're facing a crisis and it hadn't even really
2: sunk in yet. State rep, Spencer Fry, um, up against it. We absolutely have to leave it there as you head to Atlanta another day of that special session. Best of luck with that in the regular session. Merry Christmas
0: to you, and thanks for being with us this morning.
1: Merry Christmas to you, Tim. Thank
0: you. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done.